siempre supe que quería ser cantante. Desde que me acuerdo estoy escuchando música mexicana, regional. Un corrido es una historia personal, una forma de expresar o decir algún sentimiento que tengo. Hay mucha gente alrededor de Latinoamérica haciendo música con su esencia de su país, de sus raíces, de su cultura. Así somos los latinos. Nos sentimos tan orgullosos de nuestra música, de nuestra cultura, de nuestra lengua, de nuestras costumbres. Y yo creo que eso es lo que hace que las personas sientan ese impacto de lo que nosotros tiramos en la música. Por eso siempre colaboro con gente nueva, con gente que quizás no todo el mundo conoce, pero yo sé que tienen el talento y que están haciendo las cosas con pasión. Me la navego en todos lados, siempre con ojos tombados, en la bola destacado, siempre piso con cuidado, soy alegre y desatado, la vagancia. Muchos cabrones que me tiran, pero siempre los ignoro, montando caballo en GC con las prendas en oro, no confío en morritas, por eso no me enamoro, los consejos de mi padre, eso sí los atesoro, no le hago caso a nadie, tranquilito no me ahorro. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Basic Latina podcast, a podcast about living between completely different worlds and enjoying every minute of it. I identify as a Latina, but I am so much more than that. On this podcast, I hope to bring you more about Latinx, women, and people of color doing all the things, from tech to music to film to books to true crime and more. My name is Anali Martinez Gonzalez, aka The Nueva Latina, and I am your host for this podcast. Today's episode, episode seven, Apaga Esa Pinche Musica. What is up, everybody? I feel like it's been a minute since the last time I was in your ears, but I am so happy to be back. I think the last time I posted an episode was in June, and I just can't believe it. I know I told you all that uh, it was going to be every two weeks, and then this was right before COVID, and now here we are. It's August. Surprise, surprise. When I started my blog, The Nueva Latina, it was all about this intersection of being from a Latinx background. For me, it's Mexican, and also being American, and I really wanted to share stories about what it's like for us, you know, growing up with influences from our home countries. And we, there's just so much there to dissect because we did grow up in the United States. A lot of us Latinx Americans have grown up in this space where we listen to music and We listen to music from our home countries. We listen to music from here. And we have grown up in this blending of music. And it is no surprise that music is one of my greatest passions in the whole world. And so when I started this podcast episode, it was actually going to be about Latinx um, fans in the country music space. And then... Um, I did a lot of thinking and I still want to do an episode on that, but then it evolved into a different episode of doing something about how most Latinx who were really into country music early on are now really into corridos and rancheras and norteñas. And then this happened. So I'm on TikTok and I'm just like, doop, 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 you know, going through the motions and I come upon this video 
And in this video, it starts off with a really trippy Chavo del Ocho beat. And I'm vibing. And I'm like, ooh, girl. And then one of the guys says, vibe with it. And then the beat continues and the camera pans out. And it's this group of guys and they're all playing guitars. There's an accordion and everyone's vibing and I'm confused. There's a guy drinking lean. There's people smoking. And it looks like a hip hop video shoot, but it's a corrido beat. And then they start singing and I just about lose it because I felt like, where have I been? Is this a thing? What is going on? So then the rabbit hole commences, right? I go through this rabbit hole and I find out this whole other genre of music that I had no idea had been going on. And this genre is like a new wave of corridos. And these kids are amazing, y'all. I am completely obsessed. Trap corridos, new wave corridos, corridos tumbados, whatever you want to call them. This is what this episode is going to be about because we grew up listening to hip hop, right? Like that's the thing. And I remember so many times my parents coming into the room and being like, please turn that music off. Or my dad always saying how it wasn't real music. But now there's this fusion of hip hop elements and hip hop lifestyle with corridos. And I'm all for it. And so I wanted to do a podcast episode, not only to educate those who may not know what these trap corridos or these new wave corridos are, but also to talk a little bit about these artists and shine the light on them. Yeah, like they have millions of followers, y'all, like on Instagram, on TikTok. And a lot of people know about them, but our generation and older may not know about them or they may not take them seriously. So the point of this podcast is for us to learn more about this new genre of music and also for us to show appreciation and to embrace the new generation because they are the future. And now we're going to take it back. How back? Way back. Qué triste se encuentra el hombre cuando anda ausente. I am completely aware that not all Latinxes are Mexican. So let's break it down from the beginning. So what is a corrido? A Mexican corrido is a popular narrative type of tale or poetry that forms a ballad. The songs are often about oppression, history, daily life for criminals, and other socially relevant topics. It's still a popular form today in Mexico and was widely popular during the Mexican revolutions of the 20th century. 
a lot of times people mistake corridos or kind of bunch it in with norteño or rancheras. Although corrido is a sub part of the ranchera. What makes corridos unique is that over time they became known as música de la frontera or border music because essentially it was popular along both sides of the U.S. and Mexico border. Because of the lyrics and because of the stories that were being told, people on both sides of the border could relate to this type of music. Corridos often and most of the time are stories about actual events, especially the exploits of famous heroes or the tragic deaths of individuals fighting unjust authorities. Obviously today, a corrido can be just about anything. And these are some of the popular subjects, tragic love affairs, criminal dealings, migration, social and political events, catastrophes, hometowns and regions, wars and revolutions, and obviously local and national heroes. In my household, we grew up with corridos norteños, rancheras, obviously um, boleros, mariachi music, but the corrido always stuck out to me because of the storytelling component. It was always really exciting to hear someone sing a corrido and to find out what happened next in the journey of so-and-so or the the love story of blah, 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 or to find out if the homegirl in the song ended up killing the guy that left her for the girl in the United States who was waiting for him. If you know what song I'm, <laughs> what song I'm talking about, go ahead and comment below and give this podcast a five-star rating because I know my shit. The rise of the new wave corrido is a trend born of the second-generation Mexican-American experience. I am a first-generation Mexican-American, but I still identify with their experience. In our households, we grew up listening to corridos, but we also grew up in this world consumed by hip-hop and rap with the likes of M.W.A., Biggie, Tupac, and of course, Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre. This new generation of corrido bands or corrido groups or corrido artists didn't grow up and live on ranchos in Mexico wearing cowboy attire 100% of the time. They grew up in inner cities and small country American towns wearing Jordans and growing up with the influence of both Mexico and the United States. This new generation of Mexican-American kids grew up in a fused world. This fusion of Mexican elements mixed together with growing up in black neighborhoods and mixing not only music but culture and identity. There is a very popular song among the younger generation called El Corrido de Nipsey Hussle 
And as we all know, or if you don't know, I would Google it, but Nipsey Hussle was a rapper who was sadly and unfortunately taken from this world way too young, but he was on the rise and his music was very relatable to the new generation. El Corrido de Nipsey Hussle is by Rolando Casimiro, and he said that it felt weird to him that there weren't any corridos about black people. And this is because a lot of these new generation of Mexican-American kids growing up in inner cities have grown up in black neighborhoods with black friends and black culture all around them. So to him, he saw a need to have a corrido about an influential rapper, artist who had passed away because for him, that was the story that was important to tell in the community. And this isn't only happening in California. I know it's so easy to just say this may be just a Californian thing, but this is happening everywhere. The fans of this new generation of corrido music are all over the United States and Mexico. Take for example, Esteban Gabriel. I discovered him in my research for this podcast and I was super happy when I found him because he is out of Houston, Texas. But not only that, he studied and graduated from TSU with an engineering degree. So I was like, hey homie, we are so much alike. Gabriel has been quoted saying, it's something new for everybody. And it comes from the roots, Ramon Ayala, Chalino Sanchez. It's another branch of that tree. The music I make is DJ Screw music. The flow is hip hop. And that is so relatable, y'all. I think for a lot of us millennials and maybe a little bit older and of course younger, this is a new wave of corridos that we can identify with and that we can call our own. I went ahead and put out a call for quotes or testimonials from people in the community and on Facebook. Um, to reach out to me and let me know what they think about this new wave of corrido music. And I actually had a really good response that I wanted to share. This quote comes from Jessica Fabiola Miranda. Her IG is Fabiola Jessica and her YouTube is Miguelito and Fabi. I'm going to go ahead and put this info in the show notes, so be sure to give her a follow after. She says, My favorite trap corrido songs are Miami Vibe by Adriel Favela, Bajo Perfil by Tito Torbellino Jr. and Moreno 80 by Los Hijos de Garcia, to name a few. I love this new vibe of music. It's like a new generation of music for us, the younger generation. Just like my parents had Vicente Fernandez and Pepe Aguilar, and my grandparents had Antonio Aguilar, Chelino Sanchez, and Pedro Infante, like the OGs. Every generation has their own artists and the type of music they listen to. This is the new music for us, in my opinion. We like trap music, but we also like corridos. And you combine them, and it's such a vibe listening to them. Even though older generations talk about love and heartbreak, our trap corridos go into drugs, alcohol, etc., just like trap music. The beat, in my opinion, is what we vibe with the most. And then the lyrics, we really don't pay attention to them as much as my parents would. And it's so true. I think when I discovered that video on TikTok, what really got to me was the vibe of the music, but it was also the atmosphere. It looked like a hip hop video from the 90s and early 2000s, you know, like like tip drill, right? But it was like corrido music and 
it just blew my mind because it's something that we've grown up with. And there's always been a little part of me that has felt not rejected, but like I couldn't really embrace hip hop or rap as my own. And then when reggaeton made its resurgence into the popular media um, with J Balvin, um, really bringing it back into popular media, I again felt like I had a place in music as a Latina. With these new wave of corridos, these trap corridos, I felt it even more because I could identify even greater being of Mexican descent. The most interesting part for me of this new wave of corridos, these trap corridos, is the lyrics though. Because for me, they openly and freely talk about smoking weed, marijuana, ganja. And that is something that I feel that the new generations are very open about. Um, it's something that isn't a taboo. Um, not really, not at all. It's something that they've really embraced. It's something that is very normal to them. And as we see the climate change in our nation in the world over the stigma surrounding marijuana use, these kids are on the forefront of that. They're really normalizing the use of weed as an everyday, I guess, anxiety killer. A lot of these songs talk about that. Um, one of the quotes that I put on my Instagram let me see. I need to find it because I wasn't even, my mind just went there. Um, Con la hierba calmo nervios, right? But the lyrics in a lot of these songs talk about the, the use of marijuana often and a lot. And it's just funny to me because to them, it's something normal. It's something that's just a part of life. One of the record labels on the forefront of this new wave of corrido music is Rancho Humilde. It was started and founded by Jimmy Humilde out of California. Humilde is quoted saying, I wanted to be that Puff Daddy. I wanted to be Russell Simmons, the Master P, the Jay-Z. Those are my entrepreneurial heroes. His Rancho Humilde record lab label deserves a considerable amount of credit for that cultural shift with acts like Fuerza, Regida, and Legado Siete, appealing to younger generations of listeners with their contemporary and often trap-adjacent themes. One of the label's biggest success stories is singer Natanael Cano. He's a personal favorite of Bad Bunny, and they actually have a collab together. But before his famous collab with Bad Bunny, he had already garnered more than 35 million YouTube views in just four months. One of his hits peaked at number eight and just missed the Hot 100 by a mere 10 spots. Nathanael Cano is on the forefront and one of the leading artists in this new wave of corrido music. 
muchos cabrones que me tiran Pero siempre los ignoro Montando caballo en GC Con las prendas en oro No confío en morritas Por eso no me enamoro Los consejos de mi padre Eso sí los atesoro No le hago caso a nadie Tranquilito no me ahorro El dinero trae problemas Y se lleva a los amigos Cuando le doy soy el bueno Cuando no soy un maldito Pero si yo fuera pobre ¿Para qué sirve Benito? And if you told me that one day the sensational trap reggaetonero Bad Bunny would be singing to corrido music, I wouldn't have believed you. Most recently, Natanael Cano is known for a beef with Mexican music classic cooner Pepe Aguilar. Pepe Aguilar was quoted saying, I'm traumatized by music right now because... You don't have to be a musician to make music nowadays. All in Spanish, of course. The interviewer called these corridos tumbados shitty and then asked Pepe Aguilar's opinion on the genre. And he said, I guess it's part of evolution of music and the evolution of the species in a joking manner. Pepe Aguilar reiterated that there were more true musicians to look up to in his childhood. And he described today's music as mediocre Cheap and pinche. Which is why I titled this podcast episode Apaga esa pinche música. <laughs> and those words really set off Natanael Cano. Not only were those words coming from a person who he potentially looked up to, but Natanael responded with, Everyone has different tastes. You could have just said that you don't like our music, moved on, and people would have respected you for that. But you had to use the shittiest words in existence. And that hurts, you know? I mean, I look at myself and as a music curator and music lover, enthusiast, and I don't really enjoy today's popular music as much as I did, you know, 10, 20 years ago, but I give it a chance. I mean, there's a couple bops that came out this year that I, you know, was very surprised about, or, you know, there's been songs that come from artists that I don't particularly listen to, but I end up really liking a few songs from them. But why I respect this new generation of corridos is that they are musicians, you know? They learn these instruments. I don't know how to play the guitar. Like, that's not something that just happens or that's something that's so easy. They're still playing these instruments and still creating this music. And like Jessica Fabiola said earlier in her quote, these kids are vibing with the sounds, with the music that's being created. And for me, that's very important because I think that's where it all lies. I am a huge fan of Trio Los Panchos. And I really love, like my favorite thing about this trio is the requinto sound. And that requinto sound is a huge component 
of this new wave of corridos. It's magical. It's fast. It's something that takes technique. If these kids are not true music- musicians, Pepe Aguilar, I'm looking and talking to you, then how are they able to create these beautiful melodies? You know? Obviously, we all have our opinions. And if you made it to this part of the episode, I hope you learned something. And whether you are into this new generation of corridos or not, I hope you enjoyed just a little bit of what I had to share. Even if this isn't a life-changing genre, I am most certain that it's creating waves and that it's not going anywhere anytime soon. These artists and these record labels aren't even paying for marketing because they're using avenues that are in existence, you know, like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. And they're getting their music to people all over the world. Even if you have never heard of this new wave of corridos, I guarantee you maybe 40 million people have. This generation of music, this new genre of music, isn't going anywhere. So if I were you, I would start listening, start fangirling, and get used to it. Because trap corridos are here to stay. That's it for today's episode. I created a playlist on Apple Music called New Wave Corridos. The link will be down in the show notes if you all want to listen to some of my favorite artists and some of my favorite songs. I'm super excited that I discovered this and I can't wait to be jamming this while I ride my bike around Austin, y'all. Thanks again for listening. You could have been listening to any other podcast episode today, but you listened to mine and for that, I am extremely grateful. Don't forget to subscribe and like Not Your Basic Latina wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to follow me, The Nueva Latina, and Not Your Basic Latina on Instagram and Twitter. I would love to continue this conversation of this new wave of corrido music. I hope everyone stays safe, wear your mask, and keep a social distance. Can't wait to be in your ears next time. Bye! Así suena HP Records. Y agüita.